This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, uh, Shalom everyone, Bruchim Abayim. Today's our first year after Yom Tov, so uh, welcome back. And um, so I want to dedicate today's learning, Lewishmas, my grandfather, Harav Mardchai Leib Ben, Harav Yosef Menachem. Today is the f- first day of Shiva. My grandfather was Nifter on the first day of Pesach, Tesvav Benisan, Chazal say, Betesvav Benisan Nigalu, Betesvav Benisan Asidan Ligail. So certainly my grandfather was among uh, the great Metzapim Yeshua, and we shall be zoicha to see the Yeshua and the Geula Bekarayv. Rabbi Maskowitz, could you mute everyone because uh, the phone is making a lot of noise? Is there a way to do that? Um, okay, so we're going to start off by speaking about Isru Chag. Uh, what exactly is Isru Chag? What is the Kedush of Isru Chag? What is the objective of Isru Chag? What uh, is the role of Isru Chag in the aftermath of Yom Tif? Is there any Makar that it has any significance? So the Gemara says in Sukkah, on Memheya Medveiz, Amar of Yirmiya, Kol Ha'oisa Isur Lechag. Anyone who makes a binding... For the Yamtif, Ba'achilo Shtia, with eating and drinking, Mala Alavakasov Kiilu Bana Mizbeach. It is considered as if you built an altar, Vihikriv Alav Karbin, and you brought a sacrifice on it. Shenemar Isru Chag Ba'avoisim Ad Karnois Hamizbeach. So the Gemara says anyone who makes an Isr to the Chag binds the Chag, it's as if you built a Mizbeach and you are a makrav a carbon. Now what is this referring to? What is this talking about? Isru Chag. So Rashi says in the first pshat, Agud Chag. You make a binding to the Yom Tif, Ba'achila Ushsiya, Shekoyre Lechag Oineg B'Maychalomishta. Rashi in his first pshat and his primary pshat says, Isru Chag means eating and drinking on Yom Tif proper. Not, nothing to do with the day after Yom Tif. Nothing to do with what we refer to as Isru Chag, Isru Chag is, you bind yourself to the Yom Tif through enjoyment of Achilo Shtia. However, then Rashi brings the Yesh Oimrim. He says, Rashi, Yesh Oimrim, Yom Shal Achrachag. Some say it refers to the day after Yom Tif. Ba'avoisim behemois avois ushmenois. You eat fatty, plump animals, meat. So according to Rashi's second shot, you attach yourself to the Chag through Achilas, Behemois, Shmenois, by being Koivea Suda. And anybody who's Koivea Suda on Isru Chag with Basar, then it's considered as if you uh, bound yourself to the Yom Tif. It's considered like the Yom Tif itself. Now what's Rashi referring to? To eat meat in the day after Sukkot, uh, or, or the day after uh, one of the Shalosh Rugalim. So the Archa Shulchan, again, according to the first Pshat and Rashi, Isru Chag refers to enjoyment on Yom Tov proper. According to the second Pshat, it means to connect yourself to the, uh, to the Yom Tif in the aftermath of the Yom Tif. So the Archa Shulchan has a very unique take on this. It says Archa Shulchan, that when you're Mesameach on Yom Tif, L'Shem Shamayim, the Iker Simcha on Yom Tif was Achilas Shlamim 
What the achila shlamim? You would bring karbanos and you'd be misameach with your family, and your physical senses would be awakened, and you would eat the shlamim every day. Now the achilas shlamim, the zman achilas shlamim is shnei yamim v'layla echad. So, since they would eat and bring shlomim every day, that included the last day of Yom Tif. So, if they brought karbanos on the last day of Yom Tif, the achila of that of those karbanos would extend to the following day. So, it was as if you were misameach not only that day but the day after as well. So, the Achashulchan has a very unique uh, understanding of Isruchag. It it does not refer to being misameach in the day after Yom Tif. It's just that the Achila Shlomim of the final day of Yom Tif, it continued, uh, it continued for the day after, because the Achila Shlomim was for two days and one night. And by the way, this reason is also mentioned by Rav Yonis and Ibershitz in his Sefer Sar HaEl of Simen Tav Chav Tes of Katadalid, that because the Shlomim was Nechal Shnei Yomim, the Laila Echad, so they would bring Karbanois uh, on the last day of uh Sukkot or Pesach or Shavuos, and the Zman Achila extended for the following day. Therefore, it's also to fast on that day. Uh, but, and according to that reason, Isruchag would equally apply to all the Yomim Taivim. Now, where does this Pshat come from? The second Pshat of Rashi, that there's a concept of Isruchag, that one is supposed to enjoy the day after Yom Tif. So it seems to be based on a Yushalmi. Yushalmi is an Avodah Parak Aleph, Soif Halacha Aleph. In the Yishami we find that uh, in the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, three days before the uh, festival of the Goyim, you're not allowed to work, you're not allowed to do business with them. And Rabbi Shmuel says, even in the three days after. Now, the Chavraya Nosan Tam Rabbi Shmuel Shehum Yishom Beria Demayada. What does this mean? The Pnei Moshe says, after their Yom Tif, they make a Simcha, and they enjoy in the Suda the Mayed. Therefore, Rabbi Yishmael asserted the days after, just like the Yom Tif itself. Says Yushalmi, let's bring a Raya to this position, because we find in Nehemiah that B'nai Yisrael, when they returned from the Galos, they were Mekayim Rosh Hashanah, they were Mekayim Sukkis, and then it says on the 24th day of Tishrei, it says they gathered to fast and to cry and to wear sackcloth and to put dirt on them and to confess their sin. So Yishami says, why the 24th? Why not the 23rd? After all, the 21st is Hashanah Rabbah, the 22nd is Shemini Atzeres, and the 23rd is nothing. Why didn't they fast on the 23rd? It says Yishami, Beria de Mayada. The Pnei Moshe explains, they were Mesameach on the day after Sukkot. So we see the day after Sukkot is Shayach to the Yom Tif. This is the Makar for what we know as Isruchag. This second Shad of Rashi is sourced in the Yushalmi and that the 23rd day of Tishrei was also a day of Yom Tif because they continued to rejoice on the Yom Tif. Now, there is considerable discussion in the Rishonim whether Isruchag applies only to Shavuos, because that was the day that they would sometimes be makrav the Karbanos of Shavuos, or whether it applies to all the Yom Tavim. But the Ramah, who codifies this halacha, seems to say that this uh, concept of Isruchag applies equally 
to all the Yom Tovim. So let's try to uh, study a little bit. What is the concept of Esruchag? Why do we need a day after Yom Tov? Uh, the Yom Tov was uh, pretty significant. It was seven days in Eretz Yisrael, eight days in Chutz Aretz. What is the concept of Isruchag? So it would seem that it's similar to that which the Gemara says in Sukkah on Dafnun Hayamad Beis, that Atzerasi, that the Yibam Shalom says, you know, by Shemini Atzeres, it's so difficult for me to depart from you, Kasha Alai Predaschem. So, similar to that, it's hard for us to take leave from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to go straight into a regular weekday, a regular workday, a, a day of Chulin, and uh, we have this quasi yomtiv called Isruchag. But I'd like to share with you some really uh, remarkable ideas about the concept of Isruchag, the continuation of Yom Tif, and uh, its particular importance when it comes to the aftermath of Pesach. Let's begin with the Chesam Soifer. The Chesam Soifer is found in the Torah's Moshe, Parshas Pinchas, and the Chesam Soifer says like this, that we know that the Simcha that a person engenders and experiences when performing a mitzvah is greater than the mitzvah itself. In other words, what is a person rewarded for more? doing the mitzvah, or the simcha that they feel when they perform the mitzvah. Chassam Soifer says, the simcha that one has when one performs the mitzvah is greater than the schar for the mitzvah itself. And therefore, a person is always mechuyah when they perform a mitzvah, to be misameach, that they were zoicha to do the mitzvah, and to make a suda that they were zoicha to do the mitzvah. Says Chassam Soifer, in his opinion, this is the concept of Yom Tov Sheni Shal Goliais. Why do we have a second day of Yom Tov in Golos? Says Achsam Soifer. Because it actually were required to be happier on Yom Tov in the Golos than we are in Eretz Yisrael. Says Achsam Soifer. You keep Yom Tov in Eretz Yisrael? Big deal! It doesn't warrant such simcha. So what you kept Yom Tov in Eretz Yisrael? It's a Jewish country, it's our country, it's Artseinu Akdoisha. Big deal you kept Yom Tov in Eretz Yisrael. <laughs> However, says Achsam Soifer, it is certainly better, it is certainly um, warrants more simcha to, if somebody kept Yom Tov in Chutzaretz, to keep Yom Tov in Chutzaretz where there's persecution and there's anti-Semitism, and you have liberals, and you have uh, a defunded police, and crazy governors to keep a yomtif in, in Chutzaretz. Wow! That's a, that deserves great simcha. That, that deserves great happiness and joy. Therefore, says Achsam Soifer, in Chutzaretz, you need to make a yomtif that you are zoichet to keep yomtif! Yom Tov Sheni Shogolius is, it's such a zuchus, it's such a happiness to have the opportunity to keep Yom Tov in Golos. And there's no Spanish Inquisition, and there are no Cossacks who want to come into your home, and there are no Crusaders. It's such a simcha to keep Yom Tov in Chutzarts, you need to make a Yom Tov that you're zoichet to keep Yom Tov. People go to Eretz Yisrael for Yom Tov. No, you should go to Chutzlaretz for Yom Tov. It's a bigger zechus to be in Golos and keep a Yom Tif. That's why in, in Chutz Aretz, there's a greater simcha in, on Yom Tif than in Eretz Yisrael, says Achsam. By the way, Achsam Soifer holds that when Mashiach comes, 
you're going to keep two days Yom Tif in Eretz Yisrael. Even Eretz Yisrael knickers are going to keep two days when Mashiach comes. Zecher to the Golas. Now, they could get off easy. They only have to keep one day. When Mashiach comes, Uchsam Sofer writes that everyone is going to keep two days. Zecher to those who were Zecher to keep Yom Tif in the Golas. Therefore, says Uchsam Sofer, in Chutzaretz, since uh, Yom Tif is a greater joy than Eretz Yisrael, we have a second day of Yom Tif. But when the Beis HaMikdash stood, and we're Ba'atzeinu HaKadosha, we don't have to make Yom Tif Sheni. All we do is we make a shtikel Isru Chag. Okay, so after Yom Tif, make a shtikel party, have some uh, extra basar the next day that you're Zoychah to keep the Yom Tif. But in the Golos, not only do we have Isru Chag, we have a Yom Tif that we're Zoychah to keep the first day. That's the idea of uh, Isru Chag. Since every mitzvah warrants celebration, the celebration that you resort to give Yom Tif is Isru Chag, and in Chutzar it's, it's a, an actual extra day of Yom Tif. Comes the Bnei Yisachar in the Sefer Agra de Perka. Wow, what a coincidence. We're learning the Agra de Perka in the Koilal Agra de Perka. And Rav Tzvi Elimelech of Dinov comments on the Ramban on Shira Shiram. The Pasuk says in Shira Shiram, Im ta'iru v'im ta'iru es ha'ava If you will arouse and you will awaken the love until it's concretized. The Ramban writes on Shira Shiram, When a person has an inspiration of Avas Hashem, it is fleeting. It can dissipate very easily. One has to make sure that they that they uh, concretize and they solidify the inspiration of Avas Hashem and translate it and transform it into a chayfetz into action. Because very often you go to uh, you hear a shir, you hear a drasha, you experience hisoyros, and you say to yourself, you know. Uh, this is, this is so inspiring, I want to change, I want to do something. But uh, unless you actually translate it into action, it will dissipate. Therefore, the Pasuk says, If you arouse and awaken your love, until it is formalized and translated into a chayfet, into a davar sheyesh by mamish. Says the Agar de Perka, that... This concept is played out by many of the Yom Tovim. Why is Shavuos called Atzeres? Because the awe and the Yiras Haroyimus and the love that Kaiso Chidamat and Torah needed to be translated into something concrete, needed to be confined into a, into a Davar Sheesh by Mamish. So therefore Hashem said, okay, you uh, are inspired now, you are aroused, you have Yiras Haroyimus. So now we're going to translate that, we're going to concretize it into the mitzvah of Hagbel Esahar, Loisigabayad, the mitzvah of separating for three days. And this will be the kli to translate all of your Ava and your Yira. Therefore, says the uh, Agar de Perka, here we experience the Yamtif, and we are very elevated, and we had the opportunity to daven to to bless us with all the blessings of the Moyed. 
By the way, we say to Hashem, Hashem Bless us, God, with the blessings of your Mayed. By the way, every bracha needs an Amen to confirm it. So how do we confirm all the blessings of Pesach? So Hashem gives us Parsha Shmini. How many psukim in Parsha Shmini? 91. Gematria Amen. That's the Amen for all the brachas of Pesach. That's the confirmation for all the brachas of Pesach. But here we experienced the Yom Tif, and we were elevated, and we said, Takalash Baruch Hu, Sein Chalkeinu Secha. Please, Hashem, give us a big chunk of your Torah. Make our lot in life such that we should have many opportunities to learn your Torah. We're very elevated from the Yom Tif. But unless we translate that into something tangible, that will dissipate. So that's the concept of Isruchag, says the Agadah Perka. What we do is, we take all of our inspiration and all of, all of our elevation, we want to tie it down to something concrete so we have a day after Yom Tif to focus on all of our elevation and all of our inspiration as a way of bringing it to materialization. Im ta'iru vim ta'iru ahava ad shetechbats. Then we have the Chidushe Harim. Chidushe Harim, quote in the Shah Sutras, Bikure Shloimai. Many of the sources that I'm telling you come from an article that was in Yeshurun in the 26th edition, in an article written by Reb Chaim Yitzchak Parosh. He brings that on Isruchag, on, on Yom Tif, Kaiso was very elevated, they had many holy machshavos, and one might think, as you enter the, the weekdays, you're going to forget everything. So David HaMelech says, Isru Chag, tie it. Tie the Yom Tif even during the week, so that during the week you don't uh, forget all of your inspiration and all of your Hesairos. Similarly, Reb Simcha Bunam Parshischa said that it's like if you have a thread of um, pearls, if it's not tied at the edge, if you don't have a knot at the end, they're all in danger of falling off. So too, when Yom Tif is over, unless you, so to speak, make a knot at the end, then all of the acquisitions and all the spiritual attainments of Yom Tif are in danger of uh, dissipating. Rishon Mazalman Orbach compared Isru Chag to, uh, he gave the following analogy. This is found in the Halicha Shloimai, the end of Hilchah Sukkos. He says that, the Gemara says in Brachas Daflamid Beis, someone who davens needs to wait an hour after their tefillah, so to, so to speak, uh, come back to earth in order to be able to integrate back into regular living. You need to delay an hour between tefillah and getting back to your regular activities. So that's the concept of Isruchag, is so to speak analogous to that Sha Achas Achar Hatfila. So I want to share with you a very interesting uh, Toysus. Toysus is found in Psachim, Dav Kuf Beis Amar Beis. Toysus has the following question. We know that Matzah Yamtif last night when you made Havdalah, you did not smell Basamim. That seems to indicate that we know we smell Basamim Matzah Shabbos, because on Shabbos you have a Neshama Yisera, and you're despondent when the Neshama Yisera is lost, and therefore we smell besamim to, to sort of perk your mood, Matzai Shabbos. But the fact that we don't smell besamim, Matzai Yom Tif, that seems to indicate 
that we don't have a neshama yisera on Yom Tif. So if that's the case, ask Tosis, why is it that Motzah Shabbos going into Yom Tif, we don't smell Basamim? If Yom Tif does not have neshama yisera, we all know that, uh, for example, the this year, the first day of Pesach was Matzai Shabbos. When you made Havdalah in Kiddush, the first night of Pesach, did you smell Basamim? No, why not? If Yom Tov doesn't have Neshama Yisera, then you should smell Basamim, Matzah Shabbos, going into Yom Tov. In other words, Tosus asked me, Manav Shach, does Yom Tov have Neshama Yisera, or does Yom Tov not have Neshama Yisera? If Yom Tov has Neshama Yisera, you should smell Basamim, Matzah Yom Tov. If Yom Tov does not have Neshama Yisera, you should smell Basamim, Matzah Shabbos, going into Yom Tov. So Toysus' opinion is, Yom Tif does not have Neshama Yisera, but the, the veal roast and the, uh, the steak that your wife serves on Yom Tif, that takes the place of Besamim. That's going to perk your mood. You don't need the good fragrance of Besamim, because the good food is in the place of uh, Besamim. That's the opinion of Toysus. Rav Levi Yitzchak of Arditchev offers a different approach, a very beautiful approach to answer Tosis's question. This is found in Kedushas Levi in his Drush for Pesach. Says the Kedushas Levi, Avada on Yom Tif, you have an Neshama Yisera. Evidenced by the, um, the fact that people are capable of eating a lot on Yom Tif, just like they're capable of eating a lot on Shabbos. So that's... So, Matzah, uh, so Yom Tif has Neshama Yisera. And that's why Matzah Shabbos going into Yom Tif, you don't smell Besamim. So why don't you smell Besamim Matzai Yom Tif? After all, you lost the Neshama Yisera. So now we come to the question of the Arizal. The Ari has a very interesting question. The Arizal wants to know, why don't we have Isru Shabbos? We know we have Isru Chag. Why don't we have Isru Shabbos? Interesting question. Why don't we have Isru Shabbos? So the Arizal says that Kabbalistically, the Kedusha of Shabbos is so great that when it leaves, there's nothing you could do about it. We can't really relate to it to tie it down. And therefore, when it leaves, it leaves. The Kedusha of Yom Tif is on a lower plane, and therefore you're able to hold it back, and therefore we have a concept of Isru, um, isru Chag. However, the Kedusha Slevi offers a different interpretation why we have Isru Chag and we don't have Isru Shabbos. Says the Kedusha Slevi, the difference between the two is found in the wording of their respective Nuschois and Davening. We know on Shabbos we say, Baruch Ato Hashem, Mekadesh HaShabbos. Blessed are you God, you sanctify the Shabbos. And on Yom Tif we say, Baruch Ato Hashem, Mekadesh Yisrael Vahazmanim. You sanctify Israel and the various times. Why on Shabbos we say, Blessed are you God, you sanctify Shabbos. And on Yom Tif we say, Blessed are you, God, you sanctify Israel and the various times. So the Kedusha Slevi explains that the Kedusha of Shabbos is very f- different fundamentally to the Kedusha of Yom Tif. The Kedusha of Shabbos is 
heaven sent. It's called Kavivikaima. It's established and set. Every single Friday, whether you're prepared or you're not prepared, whether you do anything, you don't do anything, Shabbos comes. God sends the Shabbos. God created the world in six days. He rested on the seventh. And the same uh, Kedusha reoccurs every single week. And when the seventh day is over, Shabbos is over and the Kedusha has ended. And therefore, since the Kedusha of Shabbos is heaven sent, there's nothing really you could do to tie it down. There's nothing you could do to restrain it. Because it's not our creation. God sends it and God takes it away. Every Shabbos, Hashem Nosan v'Hashem Lakach. He gives the Kedusha, He takes it away. Shabbos is, Baruch Atah Hashem, Mekadesh HaShabbos. Therefore, when Shabbos is over, we smell the Besamim, because Shabbos is uh, gone until it comes back next week. But Yom Tif is very different. The, the sanctity of Yom Tif is created by the Jewish people sanctifying the calendar. We make it Rosh Chodesh, we sanctify the new month, and when a certain number of days comes from the new month, it is holy. Who made it holy? We made it holy. Who made us holy? God invested Kedusha in us. Once He invested Kedusha in us, He made us holy, and we made the Yom Tif holy. So since we created the Kedusha of Yom Tif, therefore we could hold on to it. And that's the concept of Isru Chag, says Rabbi Yitzhak Abadachov. Why do we have Isru Chag? Because since we made the Kedusha, we could hang on to the Kedusha. And that's the reason why when, when Yom Tif is over, you don't need to smell Besamim, because Yom Tif doesn't just vanish, it doesn't just dissipate, it doesn't go away. Because since we created it, we could hold on to it. That's the concept of Isruchag, we could bind, we could tie down the Kedusha. Shabbos, there's no Isruchag, because we can't tie down to it. So therefore, we have to smell the Besamim. That's the answer of the Kedusha Slevi. And that gives us an insight into the role of Isruchag, that because we were the ones who created the Kedusha, therefore we are able to hold on to the Kedusha. So I want to share with you an interesting question, and perhaps something that we've said could shed some uh, further light on it. Is one supposed to have a Malava Malka Matzai Yamtif? Say, who could even think of Malava Malka Matzai Yamtif? On the other hand, you'll say, well, Minog Yisrael is to stay up, wait online for uh, something called this triangular-shaped object that has uh, uh, tomato sauce and cheese on it, and people think it was invented in Italy. This is a Jewish food. It was invented in Barra Park. And Minog Yisrael, Kodesh, is to wait hours and hours for raw pizza the night of Pesach. Why anybody in their right mind would ever wait online for any food? I have a principle in life. I don't wait for food. I don't want, you know, I like food, but I don't, I don't wait for it. So, you know that some communities raffle off the first pizza out of a pizza store, and it goes, I know one community was over a thousand dollars in stock. Okay. Um, what could I say? But, is there an Indian to have a Malava Malka on Yom Tif? It's not brought down in any Paiskim. Nowhere in the Shulchan Aruch or in the Magen Avram or in any of the Noise Kalim is, is it brought to have Malava Malka on 
This in the Sefer Archais Rabbeinu it brings the Reb Chaim Knievsky, and he writes the same at the end of the time of the Kra. He says the Chazonish was noyeg to eat Malava Malka also Matzayamtif, and it's brought in the Sefer of Yaakov Emden, and the Stipler also is noyeg this way, and the Chazonish said that why not? Of course Matzayamtif is should be like Matzayshabbos. In the Pnine Rabbeinu Hagriz, it brings, they ask the Griz, if there's a Chiv Malava Malka Matzayamtif, he says, I don't know why not. And Rav Schulzinger explained that he learned this from the Rambam. The Rambam says that the same way it's a mitzvah to mechabit shars v'ma'anigit, um, any yamtuf, there's a, a mitzvah to mechadeshit, and any yamtuf that's called mikra kaidesh. And what is kavod and oinag? Kavod and oinag is you set the table matzoy Shabbos, even though you only need a kezayis to be mechabedet, beknisasai, over yitziasai. So we see there's a chiv of kavod on yamtif, and part of kavod is to be malave out the holy day. And uh, the sarshalm of bells was makbed to have malava malka matzah yamtif. And he says, malava malka matzah shabbos is suda of David. Malava malka matzah yamtif is the suda of shloimah However, I would argue that L'chayra, there should not be an Indian of Malava Malka on Yom Tif. And that is, on Shabbos, where the Melech is out the door, he's going whether you like it or not, and there's nothing you could do to keep him back, and that's why you have to smell Basamim, so there's an Indian of Malava Malka, escort the king out with food, food and drink. But if Yom Tif, there's a concept of Israel Chag, that you could hang on to the Kedusha, that means the Melech's not leaving yet. So the way you escort the Melech out is like the Gemara says in Sukkah. You're Malava it, Ba'achilo not at night. He's not leaving at night. You know, there's no reason, in a way I could, I could uh, hear, maybe it's disrespectful to make a Malava Malka Matzah You know, that's like, you know, if you invite your in-laws for Pesach and you make a goodbye party, the second Shabbos is over. I mean, uh, that's not so nice. Well, what are you trying to say? We really loved having you, but... Uh, here we're making you a goodbye party, and it's only lasting for two minutes. And now, you know, by the way, your here's your here are your keys to your car. We already packed your suitcases for you. I mean, I don't know how would you feel if somebody did that to you. So Shabbos, you don't have a choice. Shabbos tells you, I'm out the door. So what could you do? You got to make a suda. But how can you make a malava malka yomtif? That's like uh, why are you sending out the yomtif? He's not ready to leave yet. The yomtif sticking around for another day. You didn't say lam not sayach today. By the way, I'm going to tell you another halacha. This really bothers me. This Thursday is still Nisan, and you're going to hear people when they take out the Sefer Torah, and they're going to say, What? What happened to Kelar Chapayim? Oh, there's no Tachnon. What are you talking about? Kelar Chapayim has nothing to do with Tachnon. It has to do with Lam Natseach. So today you didn't say Kelar Chapayim because you didn't say Lam Natseach. But Thursday... You be the guy who says, Everyone's going to look at you. What are you doing? What planet did you land? And you're going to show the Mishnah says that the laws of are dependent on Lam Natsach. They're not dependent on Tachnon. Anyway, you didn't say Lam Natsach today because uh, you're still hanging on to the Kedush of Yom Tif. So why would you make a Malava Yom Tif uh, if the, the Malka is still around? Now, uh, one last idea from the Shem Ishmua, and then I want to tell you something specifically when it comes to the Yom Tif of Pesach. 
The Shem Shmuel, it's page, found on page Reish Chav. He brings, what's the concept of Yom Tov Sheni Shogalios? We know that all things in this world need a middleman. You can't go from one extreme to the next. So there's a concept, you know, you can't go from Chutz Aretz to Eretz Yisrael. We have Iver Hayardin. And you can't go from Lashna Kodesh to, to other languages. There's a concept of Targum. There's also a concept of Zman. That you can't just go from Choyel to Kodesh or Kodesh to Choyel. You have to have an intermediary. So on the way into Yom Tif, the Mamutsa is the preparation. The Hachonos for Yom Tif is the Emtsoi between weekday and Yom Tif. But on the outtake of Yom Tif, you need an Emtsoi between Yom Tif and Choyel. So, Klal Yisrael has one day that sort of is the bridge between Yom Tif and Choyal, and that's Isru Chag. Isru Chag has a special Kedusha. Isru Chag is the day that we, explo- we demonstrate extra Hislavos for our Tefillah, for our Tefillin, for mitzvahs that we didn't have an opportunity to Mikhaim on Yom Tif itself. So that is the Mimutza between Yom Tif and the uh, regular week. Now, Bavanaseno Arabim in Golos, where there's so much darkness and the Choyal is so distant and so far from the Kedusha, it's not enough to have Isuchag, you need to have Yom Tov Sheni Shogolios. In other words, the Shemishmol says the concept of Yom Tov Sheni Shogolios is that in Eretz Yisrael you could go straight from, er- from Yom Tov to Isuchag, but and then to the Choyal. But in Chutzaretz, the Choyal is so dark, it's so Tameh, that we need even a longer sort of uh, bridge and Emtsoi between Yom Tif and the Yimei Choyal. So you have Yom Tif Sheni Shogolios, followed by Yisruchag, followed by the Choyal. But we know, Rabbi Isai, this is all by other Yom Tivim. But when it comes to the Yom Tif of Pesach, just when you thought it was over, we realize we're just getting started. Why is that? We know that there are Dalid Lashonis of Gu'ula. Hashem physically saved us from uh, the work in Egypt, and then we left the physical premises of Egypt, and we had Kriyas Yamsuf, and we have this fourth Lashon of Gu'ula, Vilakachti. Vilakachti refers to Kabbalah Satara. The Vilna Goin says, that in his opinion, Vilakachti is not the fourth Lashon of Gula. Says the Gra, if Vilakachti is the fourth Lashon of Gula, then Vehevesi should also be one of the Lashonis of Gula. And nobody counts Vehevesi, says the Gra, if nobody counts Vehevesi, no one should count Vilakachti. You know why? Because just like going into Eretz Yisrael is not part of the redemption, Kabbalah Satoyer is not part of the redemption. So what are the Dao Lashon and Shagu'ula? The Gra says, V'hoitzeisi, V'hitzalti, V'goalti, V'yar chazaka, U'v'zrayanetuya. V'hoitzeisi, V'hitzalti, V'goalti, V'yar chazaka, U'v'zrayanetuya. I, Rashi and Psachim, and the Rashbam and Psachim, and the Medrash Rabbah, and the Yushalmi, they all say, V'hoitzeisi, V'hitzalti, V'goalti, V'lakachti, says the Gra, 
Tos Soifer Bechol Makaim. The printers corrupted Rashi, Rashbam, Medrash Rabbah, Yushami. They're all wrong. They all are misprints. And that's very difficult to say. You have to be a gra to have the courage to say that all of these sources are misprints. And therefore, certainly it is worthwhile to try to give an explanation for the classic understanding of the Dal Lashanis of Geula, namely, And the simple and straightforward way to explain this is that while going into Eretzisot is a great gift, it's not part of the redemption. The giving of the Torah is part of the redemption. Because the kavana of the Mitzrim was not just to enslave us and to work us, but as the Pasuk says, and we darshan in the Haggadah, Vayareyu Aisanu HaMitzrim, they dealt harshly with us, they did bad to us, the, the Nesivais interprets it, their machshava was to make us sin, to make us ra, Vayareyu, they wanted us to be ra, and they placed on us Saremisim. Saremisim is Gamatria, Bittel Torah. And they wanted to be Vayemaruru es Chayeim, the Al says. What's the life of a Jew? Kihem Chayeinu Varchemen. They wanted to be Mavatos from Torah. The Marsha says the gratitude we have for Yitzhak Mitzrayim is now we have the opportunity to pursue Shlemos, perfection of soul, character, pursue Torah. So the giving of the Torah was not just a matana that Klai Yisrael merited in the aftermath of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, but the giving of the Torah was part and parcel of the very redemption of Mitzrayim. That was part of the Geula itself. As Rebbe Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, "Bo'itziacha esha'ami Mitzrayim, tavdun esholikim alharazeh." The sign that I'm going to take you out of Mitzrayim is that you're going to serve me on this mountain. That me taking you out of Mitzrayim is the ois that you'll be mekabel the Torah. That means the ikur is kabbalas ha Torah, as the Sefer Achinuch writes. And that is why as soon as we left Mitzrayim, we immediately started counting. Okay, let's count until we get to... What do you mean? I thought you were counting to get out. You know, most people, if you would ask, what was the great countdown? You would have thought the countdown would have been to freedom. No. Once they were free, that's when the countdown began. Because the tachlis of Yitzhak Mitzrayim was Ma'at Kabbalah's HaTorah. The Hoytseisi, yes, we stopped working. The Hitzalti, we left the premises of Egypt. The Ga'alti, we were redeemed with Kriyas Yamsuf. But the Geula was not complete until Vilakachti Kabbalah's HaTorah. That's part of the Geula. We're not Nigal until the Torah was given. Therefore, even though technically Pesach is over, but we know the famous words of the Ramban and Parshas Emar, that the days in between Pesach and Shavuos are like Cholamoyed, where Pesach and Shavuos is like one long Yomtif. The same way Atzeres after Sukkot is one long Yomtif, even though Shemit Atzeres is regal b'fnei but it is fused into Shvi Shal Pesach, uh, Shvi Shal Sukkot, 
So too, even though, yes, we're done with Pesach, but we're just starting. Now's Chalamoid. Chalamoid begins. That's why the moment the second day of Pesach comes, we start counting. Because even though these are independent Chagim, but there's one program here. This, we're now in the long Yom Tif that starts with Pesach and ends with Kabbalah Satayra. So, certainly today is uh, tied down to the Yom Tif. Anyone who's Mesameach, Hayoim, Ba'achila, and as Achsam Soifer says, it's a Simcha that we were Zoycha to, to celebrate the Yom Tif. And today, according to the Arch HaShulchan, is the second day of the Achila Shlomim, the base of Mikdor standing, that we would be able to eat the Shlomim. But even Bizman Azeh, according to Achsam Soifer, it's a Simcha that we were Zoycha to keep the Yom Tif. And as Igor de Pirko says, we try to put into, we try to materialize and concretize all of our machshavos and all of our desires for ruchnius over yomtif. We try to put into chayfets uh, on this day of Isru Chag. but especially this time, uh, this particular yomtif, which doesn't really end, but is just merely sort of the first days of the great yomtif, uh, the fifty-day yomtif that ends with Kabal Satoira. So we uh, continue on this great program of yearning for the, the day. As the Kajan Tzermagid says, My soul thirsts for the living God. Kale is 31. Chai is 18. These are the 49 days of Svira. Kale Chai. Sama nafshi leloikim lekale chai. The days of Svira are a thirst for the living God, for the Rebbeinu Shalom, Masai Avoy ve'eroya pnei We yearn to, so to speak, behold the countenance of Hakadosh Baruch Hu on the fiftieth day, the day of Matan Torah, the day we're all awaiting and yearning for. So we should be zoicha that the Rebbeinu Shalom should be mashpia on us all of the great oyrois and ashpois of the Yom Tov of Pesach, of the Yemei Hasfira, and the Zmanim that we are traversing through. Thanks everyone for joining. And Bez Hashem, Bez Hashem should give us Yata Deshmaya for a new Zman of Chidush uh, and Eschadshus and Bracha V'Hatzlacha Lanu Elcha Yisrael. Amen. Have a good day everyone. Kol Tov. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com